I grew up in a congregation where Easter Sunday was seized on as an opportunity to convert the once-a-year at Easter churchgoers. Easter joy and hope were downplayed, perhaps, for belief. Now, this is no longer my experience of church. Most of the churches I have attended seem to function with a tacit agreement. Preacher, we will listen to you try to say something beautiful about the resurrection, but please don't even attempt to convince us of the literal resurrection of Jesus. This morning, I will mostly honor this tacit agreement because while I do believe in the resurrection, I also think that belief is overrated. Early Easter morning is not really about belief anyways. Mary Magdalene didn't come to the tomb because she believed. She isn't at the tomb while it is still dark because she reflected on Jesus' teachings and figured out that he was likely going to be resurrected on the third day. She isn't even there because she's curious about what is going to happen next. She has brought embalming fluid and is grittily prepared for what will happen next. Mary is not at the tomb because she has faith. She is at the tomb because she is faithful. Mary has been faithful to Jesus all along, faithful in her service and care of Jesus. She is the only disciple who washes Jesus' feet, faithful in her financial support of his ministry, faithful throughout his arrest and trial, and faithful and resolute beside him on the cross. Mary wasn't looking for the resurrected Jesus on Easter morning, but scripture tells us that the resurrected Jesus came and found her, finds her in a place where her dogged fidelity has brought her. And once Mary is found by the resurrection, she clings to him and she will not let him go. Today is a specific Sunday when we mark the resurrection. Although in a larger sense, every Sunday is a celebration of the resurrection of Jesus. The reason we Christians meet on the first and not the last day of the week. In so doing, confessing that in Jesus a new story has begun. I said at the beginning of this service that if you practiced a little whimsy, you could imagine the greeting, Christ is risen, being said in a lengthy succession all the way back to Mary, who said these words first. It might be whimsical, but it is also more or less historically accurate. We come from a long succession of Christians claiming that a new world has begun in Jesus and trying their best to live as citizens of this new world. Along the way, there have been countless missteps and people who have commandeered the message of the resurrection for their own wealth or power or aggrandizement. But there has also been a lot of dogged faithfulness. People who lived their faith like Mary. People who stuck with condemned prisoners or cared for the sick even when it was dangerous. People who made themselves vulnerable by not taking up the weapons of war or even the weapons of self-defense people who shared their resources and tried to live in communities like the one that Jesus and Mary lived in. 
Here at Shalom, we try to be this kind of community for each other. And sometimes it's easy to be discouraged because we are human beings after all and get tired and burned out or worse, we can treat each other in uncaring or selfish or even dismissive ways. Yet in and within our very human vulnerability and fallibility, I believe that there is a doggedness and faithfulness that brings us here each week. We might not come on any given Sunday because we have faith we will see Jesus. But that doesn't mean that new life and hope and faith in Jesus do not find us here sometimes, nonetheless. And when hope does come and find you, you should probably follow Mary's example and not let go of it. And not just for yourself. You should, like Mary, let other people know about the hope you found. Because I think there are other tacit agreements we make to each other here at Shalom. One expressed powerfully in a Shalom heart song, to borrow a phrase from Nelson, I will hold the Christ light for you in the nighttime of your fears. I will hold a hand out to you and speak the peace you long to hear. I will do some of the hoping when you are too bereft to hope. And you can do some of the praying when I am too jaded to pray. I will make you dinner when you are sick. And you can have a good conversation with my kid when the world is strange and confusing. I will do more of the work when your body is exhausted. And you can do a bit more of the work when my spirit is vexed. I will hold the Christ light for you. And you will return this light to me. We promise to walk faithfully together, like Mary, tentatively, gently, doggedly, even when the mornings are dark and the tombs are still and cold. <laughs>